and uh, helping some folks. Appreciate the good uh, Sunday school lessons that were taught by our good teachers. And I uh, appreciate you being here today uh, to be a part of uh, this service today. Appreciate the juniors today and uh, their testimonies and uh, just standing up here and uh, and uh, going to the youth uh, camp this week. John chapter 6 this morning, verse 1, And the Bible said, After these things Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a great multitude followed Him, because they saw His miracles which He did on them that were diseased. Jesus went up unto a mountain, and there He sat with His disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was nigh. When Jesus came unto Him, he saith unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? As he said, To prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. And Philip answered him, Two hundred pennies worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may take a little. And one of the disciples, Andrew Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, There is a lad here which had five barley loaves and two small fishes, but what are they among so many? And Jesus said, Make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in a number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when He had given thanks, He distributed to the disciples, and the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fishes as much as they would. And when they were filled, He said unto His disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered together and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Thank you and be seated. Our fathers, we come to you this morning. Lord, we come today looking back over the last few weeks and uh, the preceding month, and we thank God for... Uh, Lord, so many times that, Lord, You've met with us, and Lord, You've worked and You've done things, and uh, we give God the praise. And as we come this morning, uh, Lord, we pray that this is what uh, God wants. And uh, I take, like the lad, I take what little I have and lay it in Your hands. And I pray the Lord use it this morning. Thank You for the ones that have been saved Thank you for those that the Lord is dealing with their heart here in the last couple of months and they haven't yet responded. Today might be the day, Lord, that they come forward and uh, call upon the name of the Lord that they might be saved. Uh, fathers, we come this morning. Uh, may you get glory out of the service. May you help us to do what we're unable to do by ourselves. And we just come and ask the Lord's help today in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. This is one of the great miracles of the New Testament. Of course, there's a lot of them in there. Uh, but this is one of the great miracles of the New Testament where that Jesus uh, feeds this great multitude. It is built around a little lad, as you notice there. The Bible said in verse 9, there is a lad here. And it's built around a little lad and a little lunch. The Bible said he only has uh, five loaves and, and two, and the Bible emphasizes a small fishes, not two large fishes, but two small fishes. 
Kidley Sufferfield in 1924 wrote the great song, Little is Much If God is in It. And uh, it's a great song. It has a great message in it. Uh, Little is much if God is in it. Labor not for wealth or fame. There is a crown and you can win it if you go in Jesus' name. The first verse says, In the harvest field now ripen, there's a work for all to do. Hark, the voice of God is calling to the harvest calling you. Little is much if God is in it. Labor not for wealth or fame. There is a crown and you can win it if you go in Jesus' name. My favorite verse is this one. Does the place you're called to labor seem too small and little known? It is great if God is in it. He will not forget His own. I'm preaching this morning on little is much if God is in it. Here's a little lad, though his, uh, though his little lunch, he has a small part in what God is doing. Uh, wouldn't you like to have a small part in what God's doing? God's doing a big thing. Uh, God is moving all around the world this morning. As we meet, God is meeting in other places. Not only in fine cathedrals, but God is meeting in jungles and little huts that God is a meeting where the missionaries are gathered together. I don't have to have a big part, but I'd like to have a little part uh, in what God is doing. Amen? And you say, how can I do that? Well, let's look at this little lad this morning. Let's look at him. Son, you go right ahead there. Uh, Brother Mike, you come see if he needs uh, help there, what he's praying about, and I'll just keep right on preaching. Amen? And uh, enough of them come, I'll quit preaching and get down there with them. Praise God. Uh, you say, well, that's a little thing. Little's much when God's in it. Amen? I, uh, it don't take a lot. That's the problem today. Everybody's looking for some big thing. Uh, uh, everybody's trying to be the uh, the big cheese. Uh, everybody, everybody is looking for that. But I tell you where God's at. God's in that little, amen. Uh, uh, little is much if God is in it. The Bible said there in your Bible in verse 9, there is a lad here. Uh, now the definition of a lad is a small child. Uh, so here's a small child that comes here and he's only a little bitty lad. Amen. Uh, uh, let me tell you something. Uh, you can never get too little for God to use you, but you can get too big for God to use you. Amen. Uh, uh, that's emphasized in Judges 7 where the Bible said uh, uh, that God told Gideon to get an army together and they're going to go to battle. Uh, and they go down there the battle, the Bible said, uh, and uh, God said, you got too many. Uh, and uh, the Lord said, uh, uh, He said, go down there to the creek and sit everyone uh, uh, that laps like a dog, send them back home. Uh, and I uh, said, those that take the water and bring it up in their hands, uh, uh, He said, keep them. Uh, he done that twice until they went from a large number uh, down to down to 300 people. What was God saying? God was saying that little 
is much if God uh, uh, gets in it. Amen. Uh, I'm glad God uses little things. I'm glad that God uh, uh, likes little things. Amen. Uh, now God can use big things. I'm not saying that. And uh, uh, there's some great big uh, uh, congregations and churches that God is in them. Uh, uh, no doubt. Uh, uh, but I'll tell you, I'm glad God works in little things too. You say, why? Uh, because I'm little, amen. Uh, uh, you're little, amen. Uh, and I, I will tell you something, we're living in a time when everybody's trying to be big. Uh, uh, everybody's trying to be mega. Everybody's trying to be number one. Uh, I tell you, if we would work as hard, uh, if we would work as hard uh, on trying to be little uh, uh, as we do trying to be big, uh, I believe God would bless us more, don't you? Uh, uh, amen. Uh, uh, we live in this uh, social media world uh, uh, where everybody uh, uh, wants everybody uh, uh, to know what they're doing. Everybody is the big wheel, amen. Uh, if you want God to use you, uh, I'll tell you what to do. Uh, I pray that God will make you little uh, and then God will use you, amen. Uh, I think about all the little things in the Bible. Uh, I think about that little maid. The Bible says a little maid uh, uh, there in the book of Kings, uh, 2 Kings 5, and how that God used that little maid uh, uh, to win a great army captain. Uh, uh, you say, why? Well, little's much when God's in it, amen. Uh, I think about that little handful of meal, uh, and the Bible says a little oil uh, uh, that God used uh, uh, to feed that great prophet Elijah. I think about how that God used that. Uh, I think about in the next chapter over how that God took a little cloud uh, and He brought a great washout, a thunderstorm, the rain came down. Uh, uh, you say, why was that? God was in that little cloud, amen. Uh, uh, little as much if God is in it. Uh, I, I think about... I think about the people in the Bible. You see this little lad here. Uh, he's small now. He's not only small in, in, in stature, but he's small in character. Amen. Uh, you say, what do you mean? Well, uh, he doesn't necessarily stand out in the service uh, uh, like he's done some big or great thing. Uh, uh, he's little, amen. Uh, uh, he's so little that he's not even named. Uh, they don't even give his name. He's unnamed. You ever think about all the unnamed people in the Bible? Uh, uh, everybody, you know, you don't have to be known for God to use you. Uh, no, sir. Uh, there's a lot of unknown, unnamed people in the Bible uh, that did great things for God. Amen. Uh, I, again, that little maid, unnamed. Uh, I think about this. I think about Samson there in Judges 16. And the Bible said a little lad or a lad, which is a little person, a lad, uh, led him out there and put his hands uh, upon them great columns. Uh, I think about the lad here in John 6, uh, a little lad. Uh, I get to heaven, I just want to go around and meet all the unnamed people, amen. Uh, I, I know who Paul is and Moses and I know who all the big people are, uh, uh, but I just like to go around heaven and find these little people, uh, uh, amen, that were unnamed and nobody knew anything about. 
I'll tell you what heaven's going to be. Heaven's going to be a place uh, where the unnamed little people uh, are going to stand out. Amen. Uh, it ain't going to be the Billy Grahams. Uh, it ain't going to be the uh, great evangelist across the country. Uh, uh, no, sir. It's going to be these little people that God, uh, these little unnamed people, these little people that God was in, uh, and he made much of it. It's going to be them uh, that Jesus is going to say, sir, if you don't care, you go back to the line and tell that little maid back there to come up here. Uh, little as much if God is in it. He's not even named. You don't have to, all the world don't have to know your name for God to be using you. You don't have to have your name in the marquees for God to be using you. Just stay little. And if you're doing anything for anybody worth knowing about, God will see they do. He's unnamed. This little lad's unnoticed. You say, what do you mean? This is recorded in all four Gospels. Matthew, Mark, and Luke don't even mention him. They tell about his lunch, but they don't say nothing about this lad. You say, why? Well, uh, they were there. I guess he was, he was just unnoticed. They wouldn't focus in on him. Uh, uh, he's just there, just a little unnoticed person. John noticed him, uh, uh, and the Holy Ghost pointed him out to John. Uh, and John don't tell us his name, but he does tell us there's a little lad there. Amen. Uh, uh, listen, when no one else notices you, God notices you. Amen. Uh, uh, I tell you what, uh, uh, some people, they just got to be noticed. Uh, uh, do you know people like that? They just got to let everybody know I'm here. Uh, uh, that ain't the kind of people God uses. Uh, uh, God uses little old people that kind of backward and shy and humble. and They kind of hid in the background somewhere. Uh, and uh, they don't want nobody to see them. Uh, uh, but God sees them. Uh, amen. And God uses them. And I like that about this little lad. Did you know what? He don't even count. He's uncounted. The Bible said they said there were 5,000 men there. Men, but it don't say nothing about the kids right here. Don't say nothing about this lad. Why, it looked like he didn't even count. You might feel like that this morning. You might feel like among this congregation of people, I don't even count. I don't sing, I don't play instruments, I don't teach, I don't preach. And the devil may tell you, you don't even count. Uh, but I won't tell you, uh, you may be doing just a little thing like sitting there on that seat. Uh, uh, you might be doing just a little thing like a little Sunday school class off in the corner somewhere. Uh, uh, you might be doing just a little thing uh, uh, like these kids that uh, get their little basket and go around and gather up the money. Uh, uh, but I won't tell you something. Uh, little is much if God is in it. Uh, amen. Uh, well, I'm glad that the Bible said there was a little lad here. Now, if that little lad was there, and there's 5,000 men, and one of the other accounts says, plus the women and children. So, if those men, most of them were married, there could have been up to 10,000 people there that the Lord fed. Can you imagine the noise I mean, I'm just thinking. 
Sometimes I get here and there's only a, a few women huddled somewhere talking. And I can hear the chatter. Sometimes it's men outside and I can hear them talking. Can you imagine how much noise with 5,000 men and 5,000 women? You say, how you know there's talking? They've been traveling all day. They're hungry. Have you ever been around Baptist people that got hungry and they ain't talking? No, they're, they're talking, man. I'm about starved to death. I, I hear some man say, I tell you what, I feel like, I feel like my stomach's about to gnaw out my backbone. I, I, well, just the growling of all the stomachs I, I would be a great noise, amen. I, and I, all this is going on, all this commotion's going on. I, I can just see them kids, Jack, I can see them t- go up to their mom or their dad. And they say, when are we going home? Uh, uh, when are we going to get something to eat? Uh, uh, but there's one little lad here, uh, and he's listening. He's listening. You say, how you know? He's tuned into the right frequency. He's tuned into the right station. You say, how you know he's listening? He responded. I can see Andrew going out through the crowd there. And Andrew says, Has anybody got any uh, food? Has anybody got anything we could use? Uh, and I'm sure that this little lad wasn't the only one that had a little lunch. I'm sure there had to be a few more that had uh, a ham biscuit left over from breakfast. These are Jews. They probably didn't have ham biscuit, but... Uh, anyway, there's a few people there. I don't think he's the only one. But you say, why didn't they give theirs? They wasn't listening. You know why people don't respond in a service like this? Everybody ain't listening. Amen. God's always speaking. If His Word's being taught or preached, He's a speaking. But not everybody's always listening. But this little old lad, he's listening. And uh, there he is. And he hears, uh, he hears Andrew saying, Anybody got anything we could use? And, and I can see this little lad maybe raise his hand or approach Andrew. And he comes to Andrew and he said, I, I got these uh, two little fish and I got these five loaves. I don't know if that'd help or not. He was willing to give what he had to the need. Little as much if God is in it. God was in it, amen. You see, I think there's three kinds of people in every service like this. I think there's those that act like they don't hear. Jesus did that when they brought that adulterous woman to Him. And He sat down on the ground and the Bible said they were talking saying things, but He acted like He didn't hear them. I think there's people in a service like this and they act like they don't hear. When the Lord deals with their heart and the Lord speaks to them and, and, and they're looking around or they're doing something else. You know what I mean. There's not a man in this building don't know what I'm talking about. When you're sitting there watching the television, your wife's are talking and you hear every word she says, I, but you ain't responding to any of it. Amen. You're acting like you don't hear. Men are the best at that. Amen. My wife will say, you're not a listening to me. I'm a listening. I just ain't hearing. Amen. 
There's those that act like they don't hear. There's those that can't hear. In the book of Romans, the Bible said about Israel that God have given them slumbering eyes and deaf ears that they can't hear. Right now as a nation, individually they can, but as a nation, Israel can't hear God right now. Amen. And you know you can reject the truth of God and act like you're not a hearing and all of that. You can go long enough, God might fix it where you can't hear. I wouldn't want to take that chance. I wouldn't say He would, but I'm saying, I say He could. And then there's those that won't hear. They just won't hear. They might as well put their hands over their ears. I ain't listening to them preachers. I ain't paying no attention to what they say. I'm not going to hear Luke 16. The Bible said of them five brothers. Uh, he said if they won't hear Jesus and the prophets, uh, neither will they hear one be sent unto them. Uh, I want you to know there's folks that just simply refuse to hear that they need to be saved, that they're going to hell. They need, amen, they need little as much if God is in it. Amen. But let me just stop right here and insert this. Little as much when the devil gets in it. Most churches are not split over some big thing. It's always some little insignificant thing that don't amount to a hill of beans. Little as much. You watch your life. You watch your marriage. You watch your Christian testimony. And you think, oh, I know I ain't what I used to be. Uh, I, I'm a little colder. I've drifted a little farther away. Uh, but I'll be alright. You be careful about that. You say, why? Because little can turn into much if the devil gets in it, amen. Uh, uh, that's where he starts. He just got to have a crack left open in the door. And he sticks his foot in. The next thing, he's all the way in. Uh, uh, little as much if the devil gets in it. That's why it's important to keep your life clean. That's why it's important that every time you feel the Lord pulling on your heart to go to the altar, you go. That's why every time there's something a little wrong in your life and you know it's wrong, you say, well, it ain't that bad. Listen, little can be much if the devil gets in it, amen. This little lad was listening. I know he was listening because he brought five barley loaves and two small fishes. You'd be surprised. These little ones that are peddling and coloring, drawing and... You'd be surprised what they hear. Sometimes it looks like they ain't listening, but they are. Uh, Caleb would tell me things, Brother Caleb would tell me things that, that Banks and, and them say, and you wouldn't even thought they'd been listening. That's why you need to have your children in church. In Sunday school, they're listening whether you think they are or not. The fact of the business is they probably get more than a lot of adults get. Amen. So I see that this lad is little. I see that this lad is, is listening. Would you like to be a part of what God's doing? Stay little. Stay humble. Stay humble, you'll stumble. Stay little. Listen. Listen to God speaking to your heart during services like this. As you read the Bible, listen for God to, to see.
Little as much if God's in it. This little lad was not only little and listening, this little lad's limited. You say, what do you mean? Well, the Bible said he's only got five barley loaves and two small fishes. He's limited. 10,000 people. And he's basically got a lunch from Captain D's. He's limited. And don't you know the devil said, well, no more than you got. You just need to stay in your place. Why, no more than you got. God could never use you. No more than you got. Little's much if God's in it. Lunch was little, but God got in it. I read years ago about uh, a chaplain, McCade, and uh, he wanted to raise, he had a radio broadcast and a, and a, mem- a ministry, and he wanted to raise a million dollars for missions. And he got on his radio broadcast, and, and he said, I, I'm Chaplain McCade, and I support a lot of missionaries, like support a lot more, and I'm trying to raise a million dollars for missions. And the radio was on in a, in a home. They were listening to the radio, listening to the program. And a little lad heard it, a little boy heard it. And he went into his mother and he said, Mother, he said, he said, Captain McCade's trying to raise a million dollars for missions. And he said, Could I empty out my piggy bank and, and could we go to the bank and turn that into cash and mail that to Chaplain McCade. She said, well, honey, there ain't much in that piggy bank. Maybe, Dad, if there's even a dollar in there, maybe. Uh, he said, Mama, he ain't much, but I want to give it. And so they went to the bank and they turned that coins into cash and about a dollar and he mailed that dollar to Chaplain McKay and he received it and received the letter with it and said, uh, uh, Chaplain McKay, uh, he said, uh, I'm just... Uh, little boy. My name's Billy. I'm just a little boy. But I heard you on the radio say that you wanted to raise a million dollars for missions. And said, I broke my piggy bank. I counted it all up. I took it to the bank. And he said, I'm sending you, I'm sending you this dollar. And if you need any more, let me know. And Chaplain McKay took that letter and went to his radio program the next day and read it. And $300,000 came in for missions. I think about that old brick church up in Rochester, New York. It was one of the first churches ever in that area. And uh, it was old. And the church had grown some. And they had grown off of it. And the, and the brick was, was falling off of it. And the pastor went to the pulpit on Sunday morning. And he said, we're growing a little bit. And he said, uh, we need to re-brick this church and maybe build a little addition on. And this morning, he said, I believe it'd be God's will uh, that, that we raise some money uh, to buy new brick to go on this building. Nobody responded. Next Sunday, same thing. Nobody responded. Next Sunday, same thing. Nobody responded. But on a Monday morning after that third service, they come a knock at the door And the pastor went to the door and opened the door and there stood a little boy, just a little boy with a red 
flyer wagon and he had it full of old brick and he said pastor I heard that you needed some brick and he said I brought these to you I've gathered these up and I brought these to you and he said if you need any more let me know uh, the same deal that pastor went to the church the next Sunday morning uh, and he said well he said I believe it's God's will uh, uh, that we would rebrick the church uh, and uh, build a little addition on uh, and he said the reason I believe it's God's will is because the first load of brick came in Monday morning uh, uh, well as far as they know they thought somebody bought a truckload of brick uh, and people started giving and giving and giving you saying what are you saying Little as much if God is in it. Amen. Do you think these young people around here don't mean anything? They do. Now you see, as long as it had hands, it was only five loaves and two fishes. But notice how it changes when it gets in God's hands. And you see, with you and me, as long as we keep it in our hands, we got what we got. But when we get it in God's hands, things change. That was just a, a stone that David got out of that brook. That was just a stone. Uh, uh, but when he put it in God's hands and he told that big giant, I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord, uh, uh, that stone got out of David's hand got in God's hand. Uh, and God slung that thing and hit that, devil, hit that devil of a giant right in the eye. Little as much if God is in it. Amen. A lot of times you go to a service and you don't think God did anything. You might not know what God did until 20 years later. Little as much. If God is in it, you might go to service and just think God just moved in a mighty way and everything was done. You might find out weeks down the road He didn't do nothing. Little as much if God's in it. The lad was limited. He didn't have much to offer. You might say, Brother Rick, I don't have much to offer. I can't sing. I can't teach. I can't preach. I can't play instruments. I don't have much to offer. All I have to offer is me. Get you in God's hands. Little is much. God's in it. I remember the offering plate went around one time and said, and it was back there counting it after the service like they do. And there was a wadded up piece of paper in there, a folded up crumbled piece of paper. And the treasurer or the usher got it out and he opened it up. And it said, Lord, I don't have any money to give today, but I give myself. Little's much if God's in it. Labor not for wealth and fame. There is a crown and you can win it if you go in Jesus' name. Not only was the lad little, not only was he listening, not only was he limited, but the lad is liberal. You say, what do you mean? Well, if I'd been most Baptist, they'd say, let's see, I got five loaves. Anybody got a knife? I'll cut one in half. I got two fishes. Well, I'll give one of them, and I ain't giving it all. This little lad was liberal. You know how you really enjoy Jubilee? Put a lot in it. 
invest in it. You say, why? You know how to really enjoy when somebody gets saved? Invest in them. Witness to them. Put a lot of prayers in them. And then you'll have something in it. Amen. This little lad was liberal. I want you to know that he was, he was liberal. He gave it all. Now he could have kept part of it, like I said. He could have kept part of it. He could have made out like he gave part of it he didn't give. Like Ananias. What I care what you think I give, God knows. You may not believe this, but there is people that wants to make other people think they give and they don't give. Now that's a dangerous thing to do according to Acts 5. Ananias and his wife, they got together and uh, they, they wanted people to think they give, but they didn't give. And the Bible said that they both died that day. Now, as far as I know, God don't do things like that nowadays. If He did, there wouldn't be too many people sitting around in most Baptist churches, I'd say. But thank God we're under grace today, and I'm glad we are, and praise God for all that. But the lad could have acted like he gave it and kept part of it back. He could have said, nobody knows what i got anyway. I'll just stick this loaf in under a bush and put this fish in under a bush and then I'll, they'll think I give it all. But he didn't do that. He's liberal. He gave it all. Can I tell you this? I want you to notice this. He didn't go hungry. Preacher, I've got bills to pay. I've got this to do and I've got that to do. Let me tell you something. If God moves upon you to give it all, give it all. You won't go hungry. Little as much if God is in it. Boy, didn't the atmosphere change when I started preaching about give it all. <laughs> Little as much if God's in it. Think about that little old widow. Gave it all. You see, what did she get out of it? Got her name in the book. It's nameless, but she's in the book. Amen. This little lad, he gave it all. What did he get? Got his name in John. Got a full belly. Well, if he'd eat all five of them loaves and, and all them two fishes, you know how a boy eats. You got a boy, you know how they eat. You can't fill them up. But he got full. He got more than he would have got if he'd kept it all. I don't know if you believe this or not, but God's made a believer out of me. You can't outgive God. God's not going to be a debtor to anybody. Now, He might not give it back to you today. But I found out it'll come just when you need it. Amen. Amen. You say, what is the tithe? The tithe is how much you trust God. That's what that is. We're having a time this morning. We sing, I surrender all. Put a dollar in the offering plate. Five hundred in our billfold. 
I surrender all. Preacher, Preacher Larry Rains, I just heard this story at the account meeting I preached at Friday. There was a, a preacher there from North Carolina, great, great preacher, Rudy Smith. And he told this story. And he said, Larry Rains, who's an independent Baptist preacher, and I know Larry Rains. And he said they had a, a big service one time and his daughter was a piano player. And they uh, got done preaching and they, uh, uh, they began the invitation. He called his daughter to the piano and he told her to play something. And, and she started playing, I surrender all. Just a teenage daughter. And Larry Rains uh, down on the altar praying or something. And all at once uh, he jumped up. And he said, don't you play that if you're not doing that. And his daughter jumped up weeping and crying and ran and fell in the altar. And uh, she's a missionary's wife today. You say, what happened? She gave it all. She gave it all. Little is much if God is in it. The lad is liberal. Amen. You can do the same thing with your life that he done with this meal. You say, what do you mean? You can, you can hold back a part of it. You can hold back all of it. Or you can give it all. Your life will never be worth more than what it will be worth when you give it to God. Matthew 16.25 said, If you try to keep your life, you'll lose it. He said, If you give it, you'll keep it. Jim Elliott, the great missionary that literally gave his life at the beginning of his ministry in a heathen island jungle. We used that for vacation Bible school one year. But it was Jim Elliott who coined the phrase and he said he is no fool who gives to God what he can't keep to get from God what he can't lose. Powerful. Powerful statement. This little lad's little. This little lad was listening. Are you listening this morning? This little lad was limited. It looked like he didn't have too much to give. But when he got it in God's hands, it was enough to feed all these hungry people and have 12 baskets full left over. The lad is liberal. He gave it all. Lastly, the lad is loved. Where did he get that lunch? Where did he get them five loaves and them two fishes? My guess would be back home, there's a, there's a mother back there. Or there's a grandmother back there. And he said, Mama, he said, I'm going out today. If it's okay, I'm going with the crowd today. They're going out to hear Jesus. And she said, Son, let me give you lunch. And she made him five loaves of bread and fried him up two fishes. And that boy grew up somewhere and knew something about love. Little as much, God's in it. Amen. I've seen little old acts of not human love, but little old acts of divine love in people's lives. It was just a little act, but a lot come out of it. 
Amen. You see, he's around love, and so he learned something about love. You know, if you're around people to love, you learn how to love. You know what's wrong with the world out there today? They grow up in houses that have no love. They don't know nothing about love, so they don't know how to love. I come home the other day, about 1030 at night, been away since Thursday preaching. I come into Glasgow, and I was going to run through town. I got behind this guy. And an old beat up car got behind him. And uh, and I wasn't even close to the guy. And he just locked it up, you know, so I might run in the back of him. We went on down the road. I'm staying a car's length distance. And he locks it up again. And he didn't know me. And he said I was number one. Stuck his hand out the window. You say, what'd you do? Pitied him. I said, God, there's somebody that don't know nothing about God, don't know nothing about Jesus Christ, don't know nothing about love. God, have mercy on him. The world's filled with people like that. That's what's wrong with our world now. And uh, I don't know one of them Supremes or Temptations or, uh, oh yeah, you know who I'm talking about. They said what the world needs now is love, sweet love. Well, they wouldn't fall off. I tell you, it don't need human love, but it needs divine love. You knew something about love. See, love stands out. If you ever see an act of real divine love, nobody have to tell anybody, it'll stand out. Tell you something about love. It'll last. Now there will be three things. Faith, hope, and charity. That's a divine love. Faith, hope, and charity. And the greatest of these is charity. It's going to outlast them all. The Bible said. Why did that little fellow do what he did? Because he loved. And you know what love always does? Gives. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Did you know why God gave the greatest gift that was ever given? Because He had the greatest love that was ever known. God loved you and God loved me and He loved us so much He gave and what He gave was the best thing He had. God so loved the world He gave His only begotten Son and God came down was born through the virgin a little old baby you could hold in two hands. It didn't look like much but little is much if God's in it. And boy how much has come out of that. Praise God. You say it wasn't much this, this morning. That guy made a little walk down here and he knelt down there. That wasn't much. Just a little thing. Little's much if God is in it. Amen. Amen. I love that old song. 
in the harvest field now ripen. There's a work for all to do. Hark, the voice of God is calling to the harvest calling you. Little is much if God is in it. Labor not for wealth or fame. There is a crown and you can win it if you go in Jesus' name. Does the place you're called to labor seem too small and little known? It is great if God is in it, He will not forget His own. Little is much if God is in it, labor not for wealth or fame. There is a crown and you can win it if you go in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for reminding us this morning it's not 